Ad Astra Abbasosk, and welcome to the episode. We are back from our winter holiday break, and we have lots of really exciting things planned for the new year, including a little Twitter giveaway. So stick around to the end to learn a little bit more about that. I'm Layla, and I'm at zero pity, 50-50 to be lost, with no fate points on the weapon banner. And I'm Monica, and I know better than to pull on the weapon banner. Just kidding, samesies. Today's commissions include an overview of all of the 3.4 updates and our take on designing character skins. something really silly we don't normally do and we're recording uh while Genshin Impact is down as they are implementing 3.4 I have so many constraints time constraints but uh what do you call them <laughs> so many plans for things that I need to do that meant we couldn't record any later than this so we will be speculating off of everything that happens in 3.4 and then when this episode comes out, it will have been a week since 3.4 started. There's always like a slight delay if you do like a news-based podcast. So I don't think we have to be that hard on ourselves. But also this is like, this is like the rawest, ew, I don't know if I like that word. This is like the most authentic uh, uh, update hype you'll probably get from us because we normally... Real reactions. Real pre-reactions. Pre-actions. <laughs> pre-actions. <laughs> So, as we said, happy 3.4 Eve. I mean, it's not even Eve. In a couple of hours, the update comes out, which is very exciting for me um, because the banners that are happening in this first half, Alhaitham and Zhao, um, I've been waiting to get my grubby little hands on Alhaitham for a while. <laughs> Ever since he cornered us in that market. <laughs> so, I'm pretty pumped. I mean, I would say we kind of cornered him. If I recall correctly, uh, he walked into the conversation and then eventually brought us behind the docks. Why did you say docks like that? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm pretty excited for Alhaitham. I would say Layla knows more about everything he's got going on, but you know, he's a good looking dude. He's got bigger arms than Ito, so there's that. R.I.P. Ito really fucked up to be honest um side note i feel like this could be a rated pg podcast if it was just layla and then i'm always the one who curses first <laughs> no i i mean maybe you curse first but i feel like i cursed the most okay so for the banners themselves like i said ahitham and Zhao. The four stars are all leeway four stars. Yao Yao is the new Dendro support character that's probably going to be really good for um, Hytham. And it's exciting because I believe she's our first Dendro healer. Shinyan is uh, the second person on the banner. And then we have Yunjin. And I'm actually pretty pumped because I use Yunjin a lot on my Ayato comp. And Ayato's oh. like rerun just ended. So I think that's cool timing. Um, and then there's the weapon banner, which Alhytham's sword looks so nice. And has an 88% crit stat. Jesus Christ. So I wish I could pull on it. But I won't because I'm pulling for Staff of Homa, which is the second half of this update's banners. We've got Yelon and Hu Tao, 
which is crazy because people have been waiting for Yelon, I feel like for almost a year. And same with Hu Tao. I feel like her last rerun was last uh, Lantern, right? Yes, I think that's when I accidentally got my Hu Tao. I think Yelon was last summer. Yeah. So not as long. Over six months for sure, for sure. But what's super weird is that we know the four stars that are going to be on the second half banner, which has never happened before officially. And I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that Hoyoverse is is stamping down hard on leakers. Oh. So I wonder if they're they're giving a little bit more as they take a lot. But it's exciting because we know that uh, Beidou, Ningguang, and Xingxiao are coming, uh, which is like a couple goals featuring Xingxiao. <laughs> <laughs> but again, another Liwei-only four-star banner. So I think they're really le- really leaning into Lantern right, yeah. which I'm so excited about because it's my favorite event that happens every year. It's very cool that they have these yearly um, events. And it makes sense that... Lantern Rite is like set in leeway because I think we've talked about this before, but like that's clearly the like hub, the the central nation of Tevat. Um, and I guess that aligns with a bunch of other things like them being a Chinese company, blah blah blah. blah. I want to talk about my my banner plans and then we can move on to the next part of the news segment. Yeah. 100 percent pulling for all hypham. Odds are not looking good. Layla's odds <laughs> are crazy. I don't know if you want to talk about it. I can talk about it. So I haven't pulled – in theory, I haven't pulled on a banner since Nahida, but I actually got lucky on my Nahida banner and didn't spend, like, all of my savings. So really, I've been saving since Strongly's last rerun with, like, a little bit of Nahida pulls in there. Um, so I have roughly 130 wishes for all Hytham. I'll probably have a bit more by the time I actually pull. Um, and I'm on my 50-50, but I'm at 55 pity. So I think – even worst case scenario, I'm kind of guaranteed to get him. Now, obviously, I would love to get him early because Hu Tao's rerun in the second half means Staff of Homa is rerunning, and I really want to get that for my Zhongli. I said I would never pull on the Web of Manor, and then I went, no, I want to pull Staff of Homa for Zhongli, and that was stronger than my resolve to not pull on the Web of Manor. Both Web and Banner um, weapons for not this current banner, but the next one... The- pretty crazy because Yelon also had like a crit I want to say crit damage a bow that um, yeah. a friend of ours has and um, their their Yelon build is crazy um, so yeah definitely going to pull for, for I'll hype them I already have Zhao I am not going to pull for Zhao cons although maybe one day we'll see um, and then I already have Yelon and Hu Tao, so I'm thinking that I might pull on the weapon banner, especially because, like, a banner where you want both five stars, like, that's pretty good odds, I feel. Um, my pity, not so great right now. I'm at 30, and I've saved 20 wishes, so... It's not bad. It, not very easy early five-star territory. <laughs> Are you on a guaranteed or on a 50-50? Mm, I'd have to double check, but probably my 50-50. Um, yeah, so it might not happen. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, I'm not dying inside. I feel like we literally just talked about this, but Zhao's had so many reruns this past Yes, like, Zhao has been here. People were like, oh, Child had so many reruns. Child went almost an entire year between reruns. I think Zhao has been here every six months. Like... Is Zhao just going to be rerun every Lantern Rite? I'm not complaining. 
like I said, that's the one character where I'm like, maybe I'd go for cons, but like, what? Yeah, it seems like every Lantern Ray, he also had that in-between patch, which I think was kind of related to the fact that there was um, like a delay in the production and they had to like slot in a patch. And I guess Jao was easy to slot in. And it did make sense because he came out with the chasm, which had him featured in the storyline. Um, but it's pretty wild. I continue to think that Zhongli and by sort of trickle down some of his very close like character relationships are going to remain incredibly important yeah his besties are going to remain incredibly important in the story not just like it within leeway but as we move forward because they've really set up most of the other archons to kind of like close their loop at the end of their I don't know, story segment, but Zhongli mm-hmm. keeps coming back. Like they released his second story quest long after the Liu Wei segment had been finished. And then they keep referencing back to like, every time they reference back to Conria, we go back to his contract that he can't talk about. I feel like they're really setting him up to be a big one. So I'm not surprised that Zhao being his like right hand man is, you know, uh, around often. Yeah. And clearly he's also like a fan favorite. Um, yes. On that note, not really related to the banner, I feel like Nikita is also being set up in the same way. Where like, um, oh my gosh, we didn't talk about this. We did the um, we did the what would you call it? The like last Archon update together. Yeah, we co-played the latest Archon quest, which was like the intermediary quest. It yeah. wasn't because the uh, official Archon like storyline has ended for Sumeru, but they still have a couple updates to go and they just do the filler quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that together. And so I guess spoilers for that, but it's been a while. Um, Yeah, like it feels like Nahida also is like, is being set up to be involved in things perhaps a little more deeply. So that's interesting. Yeah, I think the connection, I think the connection to Ermin Soul that Nahida has will like definitely keep her around, which is fun. I like her. So far, the two Archons I like the most. (laughs) Awesome. So do you want to talk about all of the events that are coming up with this update? There are so many. I wanted to talk about them just to, like, make sure that we knew about all of them. Because I feel like I've been getting surprised left and right by events. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about them, like, as they happen. But since we are literally um, recording right before the update comes out, I feel like, you know... It's a good time to sort of predict and like talk about what's kind of set up for us for the next few weeks. So we already mentioned this, but obviously Lantern Rite is happening. It's Lantern Rite season. Uh, I'm so dumb. It's at this time of year because of Lunar New Year, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I was like, so crazy. Lantern Rite every year. Meanwhile, so I'm going to go get Lunar a Lunar New Year. I'm going to get a Lunar New Year plan with my sister set up soon. That's related. Mm. <laughs> it literally yes. is related i can mention it's it um, and i'm super excited because lantern right usually means a free leeway four star and they have confirmed it's happening again this year which is yes like- and actually um I, when i was pulling together notes for this i saw that it looks like yao yao is included in the free four star lineup yes so yes if you don't that's pull super her exciting. you can get a free yao yao are there any leeway four stars you don't have that you would be looking to get uh no, I'm definitely just looking for cons at this point. I already have C6 Xingxiao and C6 oh. Yanfei. Wow. So I don't need that. Um I depending on how many Yao Yao's I get, I'm hoping to pull on Hytham's banner as little as possible. So there's a possibility I don't get a single Yao Yao, in which case I will just use the free invite for her. But this hopefully I get you. I get her or a, a couple of her, and then I'll probably get a Shangling 
constellation. I still don't have her C6. That's exciting. Okay. I haven't decided who I get. I guess it does depend on if I pull Yao Yao, which we'll see. But there also is the check-in event for Lantern Rite that gives you, what, like 10 wishes? 10 wishes, and they're apparently sending like three extra by the mail this year. Oh, so wow. So 13 wishes total from Lantern Why? Rite. Not including like the, the quest primogens. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. I'm, I think we're both looking forward to that. Um, and then all of the other events that they announced are new, it sounds like. I think so. I'm, I mean, um, so the next one is the Almighty Arataki Extraordinary and Exhilarating Extreme Beetle Brawl, which we have had an Almighty Arataki event before, but it was the drum along. So I think this is like similar vibes, different premise, but it sounds like a Pokemon battle. Like you're going to be battling your Onikabuto against NPCs. Yeah, so. we'll finally get to play this game that him and doesn't Yato play this game too. Yes. Apparently? And in the latest, like the previous event that took place in Inazuma, which there have been a lot of events involving Ito in Inazuma in the past couple of months. But in the one that just took place, the test of courage, we find out that Ito does not know that his friend Ayato is the Yashiro commissioner. Like it's just his friend Ayato, which I think makes it more funny because at first people were like, why is the Yashiro commissioner playing Beatles with this Oni? But now it's like, why is the Yashiro Commissioner pretending not to be the Yashiro Commissioner while he plays Beatles with this guy? Um, And it it led to some really funny dialogue, which is Ijo arriving at a festival set up by the Yashiro Commission, being like, how come my friend Ayato is here? Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I'm excited for that. I, the last like Pokemon style um, event with the mushrooms and Sumeru, that was really fun. Uh, so fun. So I'm hoping this is very similar. Um, we also have an event also in Inazuma coming up called Warrior Spirit. Um, I didn't find a lot of details on it, but it sounds like it's just going to be like a series of combat challenges where you are like, you can't use any abilities. It's just like normal attack with a sword. So this is this is actually a repeat event. What? And this is, um, this is uh, what I humbly call the perfect um parry event which i am oh, not good at i do remember this you were better at it than me the bar is low <laughs> in our between the two of us the bar is low uh yeah this event is fine it's like fun easy primo gems the story behind it was like kind of weird but you did get to fight a dog and then we got to keep the dog in our teapots so i'm looking forward to the next animal collectible we get that's fair I didn't realize that was a repeat. That makes a lot more sense why it wasn't super detailed in the description I was pulling this from. They were like, you know, Warrior Spirit. And I was like, who? Well, I didn't recognize the, the title. That's why originally I agreed with you that I didn't think there were any reruns. But then I saw the art and I was like, that's the freaking Perry sword event. God damn it. That's so funny. Anyways, the last event, very exciting. It's called Second Blooming. It's set in Sumeru. And, um... The, the, like, key art for this is the, like, Sumeru Lisa skin, so. <gasps> I'm so excited for this skin. Everyone, uh, fans of the podcast know I'm obsessed with the academia. <laughs> <laughs> so being able to see the uniform, so exciting. <laughs> I mean, you can technically see the uniform when you just walk through it, right? Bro, walking through Sumeru City with Nahida, I'm just, like, reading all the NPCs' minds and taking mental pictures of their uniforms. Cute. 
Um, yeah, so not a lot is known about the actual gameplay content of this one, I feel, but it will feature Lisa presumably in question mark, question mark, Sumeru. And then if you yeah. complete it, you get that skin. They're continuing the pattern of offering a paid five-star skin at a discount during the event period and then a free four-star skin that I believe is not obtainable outside of the event period, unlike the five-star, which then goes to like their full price uh, Prima Gem or like Genesis Crystals, whatever. Mm. But um, I think it's very exciting because the tagline of the event, so the event is called Second Blooming, which I don't know anything that it has to do about, but the tagline is re-encounter the witch of Purple Rose in a land rich with her namesake. And I'm just now realizing Sumeru Roses are the Purple Rose. And we all know that <laughs> Lisa went to the academia and like was blessed with her vision because she was just so smart that the gods were like, we got to give this girl some, we got to give this girl a leg up. But also, are we going to find out more about her like shortened lifespan? Because that's tied to the purple rose, right? It's the beauty, but with the thorns are like the downside. And so she's like this really powerful witch, but she's a shortened lifespan. So the fact that they're mentioning the rose, I'm like, hand over the lore. Hand it over. It would be nice to get more Lisa lore. I feel like, I'd have to fact check to make sure this is true, but I feel like her like, story quest was like one of the first ones you get when you play Genshin Impact like you just get a random um quest to like help Lisa with some library books and then since then from when I started playing this game I there hasn't been a lot of additional lore about her no the only thing we see her I feel like we see her as like background to other characters like she was pretty featured in the wind bloom no wine lace fest with razor but very much as like the mother figure to Razor. Like, we didn't get to learn a lot about her in that event. Mm, That's true. Well, that's exciting. Um, There's also just, like, a slew of new content that's coming out with this update. Do you want to just pick the most important ones with? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think the important part is that we have a brand new area coming to Sumeru. I think it's going to slot north of the existing desert, because it's, like, additional desert. Um... Everyone was going nuts about the new boss that's going to come out, which is Sedek Wenet. I don't know how it's pronounced. I apologize. I will look into it. Um, But people were talking about it like we already knew who this bitch was. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Not everyone knows who this is. So I know he's like a big sandworm kind of guy. And I know Al Haitham needs his boss drops, which means I'm going to have to fight him all day tonight. (laughs) <laughs> but I don't know anything about him. I'm excited. I wonder if he's related to the consecrated beasts, which I think are new in standalone form. But aren't they the beasts that some of those Aramites like call forth? Or am I thinking of a different beast? I could not tell you. I'm Googling. Yeah, these, these, yes. So these beasts are, they look like the ones the Aramites call out. I'm sure we'll find out. Well, it's possible that they're just new, like, beasts to go with the new Aramite designs, because apparently there's, like, one or two new ones in this area. Yeah. They've got the got that lore, lore master coming out. But yeah, I'm excited to uh, never have enough of those new character drops. I feel like it'll be a struggle. Like, every time they release a new enemy type, I'm like, love seeing that zero in my inventory under those <laughs> drops that's funny i mean listen you're gonna just get all of them tonight right every single one yes all of them uh full and also all the boss drops um i did a quick calculation not to 
harp back on Eliza. But I did a quick calculation if I wanted to get him to level 80 today as a worst case scenario, what I would have to do boss drop wise. And um, assuming I only get two drops, which is the minimum at the world level that we're at, I would have to spend 540 resin. <laughs> so hopefully Easy. I don't get the bare minimum. And also my 80 fragile resin is about to decrease a lot. I mean, 80 is quite a number. You might as well use it. You might as well use it at some point. I really may as well. I feel like this is the time to use it. Yeah, do it for him. Speaking of Alhytham, uh, his story quest is coming out with this update. Uh, don't know anything about it, but um, all of the like marketing, like trailers and teasers about him, very exciting. Can't wait to can't wait to see. Can't wait to see his roommate in it. His character demo was what nuts, wild. They were like, what if we get three of Sumeru's most annoying people <laughs> and then added the king of annoying people and have them all play cards and drink out of three cups for some reason? This is so funny. Did you see someone did a breakdown? Because at the end of his trailer, Alhytham is like, oh, boss, this is good wine. Like, I'll have a cup. And people were like, oh, my God, he drank out of coffee's cup. But someone took a look, like, frame by frame. And it's more likely that he drank out of Sino's cup because Sino's cup moves sides at some point in the trailer. And then it ends up near Alhytham. <laughs> so I Alhytham just grabbed Sino's cup. Okay. One, I love this level of analysis. That's beautiful yeah. that someone took the time to confirm instead of just assuming. Second, it's giving me glass onion energy. <laughs> Very very big whodunit one of the wines is going to be poisoned who um, handed whomst yeah i mean obviously cave and i'll hide them what is it called what's the ship called cavathum i actually don't know how it's pronounced i only read it yeah i think that's how a lot of these ship names go anyways obviously that's the main one but i've like seen i've seen uh bef i've seen that um sino i'll hide them people exist out there so maybe that one's for them yes people were saying that i think that ship dynamic is so funny yeah. because it's very similar to Haitham and Kaveh in the sense that they hate each other but I feel like Sino and Haitham actually hate each other so it is like the true enemies to lovers instead of like people who don't realize that they're saying affectionate things aggressively <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Sino Nari which was the other couple at the table that is just like two nice people being nice to each other <laughs> It was funny, and I think everyone said this, um, but, like, it was funny, the, like, double date energy. Yeah, it was so funny. I had a good time. So that was great. The animation style was crazy, too. I feel like they haven't done such detailed 3D animation before, because they've been doing those kind of, like, 2.5D mm -hmm. trailers. I think those are super cool, but I saw Kave moving in three-dimensional space, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> Who's this man? Um, this one we also don't have a lot of details about, but apparently they're releasing a limited game mode for the TCG that I thought was worth bringing up because I know we both enjoy the TCG. Um, but it's going to be like for a limited time. And the sort of like gimmick is that instead of um, the roll phase at the beginning of each round where you like roll for all the elemental dice that you could potentially use, they just basically skip that section and you just get eight omni dice and you can do whatever the hell you want that's crazy because my 
understanding of my TCG skill is that I'm incredible and I have bad luck rolling dice. So I can't wait to be proven wrong that I'm actually not very good and the dice were not what was holding me back. No, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say, wow, can't wait to see your full potential unleashed. Yeah, Maybe I'm hoping. If they allow PvP for this game mode, maybe that, that'll be the one time I play PvP with my friends. We should play, yeah. I'm just not very far in the TCG. Like, I literally only have the beginner character still, but I'm having a okay. good time. That's relatable. I only have, like, four of the extra characters. Um, but I know one of our friends has set up a way to play, like, randomized decks, and I think mm-hmm. that could be fun. Like, take the... Take the strategy out of it and just be like, what What do we get with the cards we're dealt? Oh, that could be really fun with this game mode, too. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Layla and I were talking while we were um, playing earlier, and we were both like, the TCG feels like a separate game from oh. Genshin Impact. <laughs> like, sometimes I open up Genshin because I'm like, I want to play Genshin Impact, and sometimes I open up the game because i'm like time to play my favorite tcg of the moment yes yeah what we what what i specifically said was that i opened genshin to play about an hour and a half of tcg and then i was like okay i finished playing tcg i closed out genshin and then i went i kind of want to play genshin now and then i reopened (laughs) genshin and then i played two hours of genshin and they felt so separated in my mind i agree i concur (laughs) All right, everyone, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the community topic. We're going to pose a question, we're going to answer it, and then you should tweet us your answers as well. Today, um, there were so many things we could talk about, and by which I mean we were staring at a blank a blank Google Doc for a while. But uh, Monica suggested that we talk about the character designs for skin, which I think is super cool. And um, our question to you all is, what character would you design a skin for, and what would it be? And I'm going to have a nice, well-thought-out answer in a bit, but I do just want to say my answer will always be Zhongli Arkansan. <laughs> that is, every time the question is asked, that will be the answer. But you don't have to design that. It's already designed. Yeah, but they keep dropping, I mean, they keep dropping skins that are, like, crazy redesigns, and I'm like, this one's so easy. You've already designed it. Give it to me right now. <laughs> I feel like realistically what comes to mind with this question is a lot of like jokey ones. So I feel like I'll get those out of the way and then I'll tell you my real one. But some of the ones that I wrote down is um, I really have a vision of Shinian in knee pads. I don't know why. (laughs) Originally I thought volleyball and then I was like, no, we can make this goofier, like old school roller skating outfit with the big knee pads. Um, And then I've been playing a lot of Kuki recently and I feel like that girl must be so cold. Eight eight inches of her back are exposed to the elements at all times. So I would love to see her wear a shirt. Yeah. And then uh, my real one is, um, I think, uh, inspired by Monica mentioning Child and his, like, Shneznayan fit. I want to see Ice Fisher Child. Uh, this, that, uh, lest we forget, we know that Child is a fishing influencer in Shneznaya. Right, because when the Mondstadt Fishing Association or whatever started selling that one bobble, they were like, uh, much appreciated by uh, the Fatui Harbinger, who then like boosted the sales by mentioning it. So I think he should have an Ice Fisher fit. I think it needs a bucket hat with the little like, they have, you know, the fake fish hook in it. And then I think he needs rubber boots, <laughs> but like, m- like colorful, like red rubber boots. 
that's what I'm imagining. And the pants that go all the way up to his nipples, right? Like the so, big wading pants. I was thinking about the wading pants, but yeah. what I'm struggling to wrap my head around is how is he going to have his iconic tummy He cut cuts out? it out of the pants. Oh, really? There's okay. a hole in the pants, and then they continue up there. <laughs> but then he can't wait in <laughs> I love it. I'm obsessed. This is incredible. So like Layla, first I thought of designs that exist that I wanted. Uh, primarily child in that coat we were talking about, as well as the Zhao um, red and teal design. That's literally, as far as I can tell, identical to mm, the purple beta one he Zhao. currently has. But uh, listen, it works It works really well. You know, we've got the red eyeliner. It goes with the red accents. Could be powerful. Um, and then I started thinking of joke ones. And the joke ones that I thought of, I also thought of a Shenyan one, but for me, I was like, oh, you know how when, like, pop stars i know she's not a pop star when pop stars go on tour they have these like elaborate like themed outfits for like the whole thing i wanted a shinyan tour costume realistically i know she performs in her like outfit that she wears every day but i was like what would a shinyan tour look like what would the concept be what would the choreography be what would her light stick look like (laughs) so that would be exciting um shinyan deserves deserves more love she had her hair down in that one part of the Golden Apple Archipelago, like season two or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to see Shania dressed different in different outfits. When will this become a dress up game? When will I be able to buy outfits <laughs> like Very tops slowly. and bottoms? It took them so long to release skins to begin with. God, they so. it really did. Well, I guess they had the Barbara and Jean ones for a long time, but those are the only ones. Yeah. Um, my other joke one was I wanted Toma in a housekeeper outfit. So does Ayato. Um, yeah, for wholesome reasons. Um, but I settled that my official answer is that I would want the um, like the group of Monstaff friends who are all technically in an adventuring um, guild team together. I don't know if this is canon or, or just like fan, fan theory, but... No, continue. they are. I don't okay, remember okay. where it was announced, but it, it's... At least they, like, adventured together at some point. Well, I would like a Bennett adventuring squad uniform for Razor, Fischl, and Bennett. Um, And in my mind, it would look like... This is so boring. It would look like the official, like, adventuring um, guild fit, but, like, customized in some way to make it Bennett-themed and also individually customized for each of them. Yeah, like the the green base, but then like they all do like accessorizing or different things. Yeah, I think I feel like that's really such cute. a cute idea. I would love group group costumes because then I feel like when I co-opt with my friends, I would be more inclined to like purchase one of them so that we could co-opt together. Wow, we're so smart. Coilverse, hit us up. These are free ideas. Up. I have so many ideas. Make your characters darker. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what character you would design a skin for and what would it be. And uh, maybe they'll make it. (laughs) No guarantees. It's time for my most gut-wrenching segment, which is what else we're playing, where I rack my brain for something I've done in the past two weeks that wasn't Genshin Impact. I think you have a pretty strong, like, obvious one, though. Yes. Yeah. This this time, we're good. Um... I don't know if we mentioned this in the last podcast, because I'm not sure if we had bought it yet, but both Monica and I bought Pokemon Violet because, well, to play Pokemon, but specifically this Pokemon game is like completely co-opable and we have been co-oping 
I think we've played like 25 hours of this together. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, we've played some of it like individually. Layla's played actually, I think maybe five hours more than me, <laughs> um, according to our Nintendo Switch profiles. But all of the story stuff we've been doing together, which is really fun. It is really fun, especially not to harp on Genshin again, but like that's not really possible in Genshin. Yeah. So being able to do literally everything in co-op, not to say this game doesn't have issues, but <laughs> the co-op is not one of them. Um, but it's been really fun. I've been loving the game. I think the story is super cute. The We all know I'm a sucker for a school and it takes place in a school setting. So I'm just a big fan. A lot of the new Pokemon are really cute. A lot of the oldies are there. So I would recommend if you're a Pokemon fan and you are willing to pay $60 and also look past a decent amount of visual bugs, mm. I would recommend it. <laughs> um, yeah, so for what... I'm playing, I also have Pokemon here because like I said, I've been playing with Layla. Then I also wanted to mention another game that I think Layla actually played a lot of it with me, me in quotation marks, but I bought Donut County a few months ago because I was like, oh, this is like one of those games that I think would be pretty fun and like a, a like low-key social setting. Um, and I was right. It is <laughs> really silly. Um, Donut County is this indie game where you play as um, like a hole in the ground and you just like the goal of each level is to swallow up everything on that level into the hole and the hole gradually gets bigger as you uh, as you collect things. It's kind of like reverse Katamari Damacy. Um, and it's very charming. I think like I've pulled it out at like a few social settings, but we finally finished it my or finished my copy um recently so very exciting yeah so that's a fun party game well party game is a stretch it's a single player game but it's a very entertaining game if you want to play it uh with your friends thank you for listening you can find us on twitter at ad astra podcast and that'll also be where all the information relating to the giveaway will be so make sure you check us out there also make sure to follow us on spotify to know when our next episode is live and to show your support. And, and thank, thank you, you for, for completing, completing your, your daily, daily commissions. commissions.